Oh, I'm muted. <laughs> I thought you were like f***ing around pretending you couldn't hear me, but it was yeah. you that was muted. No, I heard you. I was responding. It just apparently <laughs> I had myself on mute. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes, and you can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partner, Shane Manila. Hey, this is uh, at Shane is the worst on the Twitter boxes. Just Shane Manila on Facebook if you're looking for me. I don't have any fun, cool names there. Facebook doesn't let you use that. You got to use your government name. Really? I didn't know that. I don't think so. You could probably use any name you want because there's also a Dynasty Trades HQ Facebook page or group. And that's not a real human being. No, but I think that's also called like a business page or whatever yeah, the hell it was. I, like I have no idea. And it's funny too, because when I was saying, uh, you can find me on Twitter, I, for some reason I looked around in my hotel room and I I was about to say you can find me in Kansas City, Missouri at PlanetCon, but that wouldn't have made too much sense. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're here. Uh, we're trying to do a show. This is the first time This is the first time in, in all these years of me traveling that we're, we're actually doing the show from my hotel room and it's working. Yeah, I've done shows on vacation before with my family. Oh, really? Um, yeah, not anyone else's family. That'd be weird. But yeah, when I was on vacation, I've definitely, I've done uh, shows before. Because you know my motto, um, uh, you always do a show. Absolutely. Yeah, that's my motto. <laughs> yeah, and with Canton, by the way, I know last week we told everybody that we were going to do our show live from Canton, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> because too loud. It was way too, too loud. People. I mean, it was, I had too much fun running around talking to people. The fact that you say you had too much fun, all you kept telling me was that you were dead, that you, you, you how many times did we order uh, DoorDash for your <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts? Twice. I had uh, Faith, Faith, our buddy Faith was uh, friendly, nice enough to bring me some. Then I ordered some more and it was really <laughs> not right. So then I, I was forced to order again. So I spent somewhere in the neighborhood of $30 for two iced coffees. <laughs> But I do think it's funny because you said that you were having too much fun. You 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 seemed you were kind of miserable, but it wasn't because of the convention. It was just because of being out every single night. I mean, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a lot of alcohol, and um, uh, I fought the alcohol, and the alcohol won. Yeah, I do think it would have been fun if we would have done a show on Monday because both of us, both of our voices were completely shot. Yeah, my my voice was gone by um, Friday night. Well, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, by Monday, I think it was actually starting to recover. Oh, really? So, and it's Yeah, it's almost completely back now. All I remember is Sunday night trying to get home. It took me forever. But before going home, you and I decided to go get some dinner. And <laughs> that entire town is a, is a ghost town. It was, uh, was kind of creepy, plus you trying to find cigarettes. So it was kind of scarier than the, the murder house from two years ago. Um, but so much has been going on this week. I had to go out of town. So we waited and we waited and we were finally able to tonight. So I don't know. I'm looking here at the show sheet and we have a lot of news that's happened over the last three days. So before we talk about the news though, why don't you talk about underdog fantasy? Well, we don't actually have a lot of news, but, uh, I will say that underdog fantasy is sponsoring our news. Um, sign up using our promo code trades HQ. Um, sign up and get $25 for signing up, just for signing up. So go do that. Use Trades HQ. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com. If you're going to play best ball, there's no other place to play it because that's the best place to play it. It's funny when you say there's not a whole lot of news. I say that because there's one, two, three, there's like five different bullet points and and a bunch of stuff that I didn't even get to hear because I've been working. So um, how is it possible that we have a kicker on the news sheet? <laughs> Well, mostly because this affects me because I drafted Will Lutz in a lot of leagues um, in a lot of the charity leagues um, and best ball leagues, which is even worse because I can't do anything about it now. Uh, Will Lutz going to be out for the next eight weeks. He had groin surgery and the Saints have went out and signed. Uh, what's this guy's name? They've signed Aldrich Rojas. Aldrich Rojas. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's really probably not a big deal to anyone unless you play in redraft. I'm assuming if you're in dynasty leagues that you don't play with kickers anymore. The the best part of all this, I mean, there's so many times where we we make jokes about how, oh yeah, all the trades are Shane trades or, or this or that. But I mean, this is a, a bright, shining neon light to show, 
<laughs> to show that this is all about change. The first news thing is about a kicker getting groin surgery. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not a lot of news news. Um, there's also Tyree Jackson uh-huh. uh, broke his uh, something in his back, and he's going to be out eight to ten weeks. <laughs> okay. so, so That's r- not good. Remind Tyree of- Jackson, again, that affects me because <laughs> I picked him up. In Dynasty Leagues, and I forgot to clear the waivers out. And um, uh, unfortunately, I paid like $100 for him in one league. Oh, no. Um, it's not great. It's not great. So that's one of the problems of being in too many leagues is you can't remember every league you have waivers in on someone uh-huh. or, or a bid on. Um, so if someone could set up an app um, on one of their sites, um, like Dynasty Planet's a pretty cool site. You can do lots of stuff there. Or even um, if uh, Dynasty Nerds, if someone could just set up their app or something on their site so it lets you know what waivers you have sitting out there so that when a player breaks his back, you can pull those waivers. Because I probably could have just waited and got them for free next week. (laughs) So wait a second. You want somebody to design an app that will tell people if somebody gets hurt and you have them saved in your waiver pickup. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't have to tell me that they're hurt. I can figure that out on my own. But they should. I mean, I would really like it if they, they there was somewhere you could see where you know, just you go on it and you see what outstanding waivers you have. Oh, so like a kind of a waiver alert type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Oh, I know the one thing that I've still said after all these years with MFL, whether people like MFL or not. I mean, that's what most of us use. But I still wish they had like a um, like a mass waiver like like if you see somebody and you want that person you want to put them on your watch list you have to go to every single league and put them on your watch list i wish there was a way you can click on the name and then say add to all my watch lists or something like that you know yeah here's some breaking news um i think i prefer sleeper to mfl now to be quite honest with you no really Uh, sleeper slicker it has an app their own app it actually works um the chat's actually better Although their chat's a little confusing because, like, you can chat in the draft and also in the the main chats. Just fix that because that's confusing. As a you know, as opposed to the MFL chat, which no one uses, <laughs> like literally Wait no one ever speaks to each other on that thing. I, I was just gonna say, I commission leagues on MFL. I've been doing that for eight years. I didn't even know there was a chat feature in MFL. What are you talking no, about? You mean like the yeah, message board chat feature? And you can always tell the newbies. Um, to MFL because you'll go in and um, notice like seven months prior that someone left a message like, hey, guys, can't wait to get the season started. And you're like, what? Oh, what yeah. No you're, right. You're, you're right. Now I realize you're right. The chat thing is right there, but uh, I just don't even never see it. Actually, I use it as a commissioner, though, sometimes. If I write something, I I, I put, put something there. But you're right. A lot of times you go into MFL and it's the same thing that was written like eight months ago and it's still sitting there. Um so then the So wait, do you still prefer MFL? I do, yes. Why? Well, first of all, I haven't been in a sleeper league now for two years. So if you're saying they got better over the last two years, I don't know because I never tried it. Um, I was only in one sleeper league and I just I just didn't like it. I don't even remember now why I didn't like it. There was something What's about it, it because it that of the I didn't mascots. Like. No, I didn't care about that. There was something about, I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was something where it, it wasn't automatic that it told me things. And I always had to log in there and find out. I Like I said, I don't remember, but it's been two years. If you're saying that uh, they've done a lot of trades uh, changes in two years, then maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah. I mean, two years ago, you couldn't count on trades. It was literally, you had to reject it and then go in and start all over. Oh gosh. Yeah. Which it was crazy. <laughs> now you, you can, you can counter trades. You can actually, well, in the middle of countering it, you can swipe down and look at what the existing trade was in case you forget. Oh, that's cool. Um, there's always been three-way trading in there. Um, you can heart players. I love that. Like you go into another team's roster and you can let someone know that you're interested in them. Um, can you really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah. I funny. can go, I, say, you know, I'm looking at your roster and I go, oh, Michael's got DJ Moore. I can put a little heart there and let you know I'm interested in them. Um, just clicking on players. I can do things on the actual players, which is cool. Yeah. You know, MFL, it's like, no, you do it here or you do it nowhere. <laughs> Whereas Sleeper, it's like, you want to click on the player, you want to drop him right here, cool, you drop him right here, that's fine. You want to trade him, here's a little trade swoopy thing. 
<laughs> even what you just said, it just reminded me. And so you would know this. The one thing I remember about that I didn't like is the the abbreviations. Like it would say like T Jackson or it, it, like, and so like if there was a whole bunch of different Johnsons or whatever, I'd always have to figure out who it was. Like the first name wasn't written out. It was just like the first letter. Yeah, I mean that, that that that's still set up like that, but I mean that's just as easy as just looking to the left and figuring out. Okay, that's not the right guy. You know well, what I mean? I I understand that, but I don't want to have to do that when I'm trying to look at it. But whatever. so that might be the only thing MFL has over um, <laughs> Sleeper, to be quite honest with you. Well, that, I, and Sleeper still doesn't have the search all function like MFL. I can't uh, go into Sleeper and go, all right, well, you know, where's DJ Moore? Like who owns him in every roster? So I can go make a trade in 86 leagues for him. Oh, I like I like that in MFL. Yeah. And then that's cool. Meanwhile, when they're recording, they, they text me like, oh, don't call me or anything, bro. <laughs> Don't make any noise. I'm recording. So wait, 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 wait. So you were in the middle of a sentence and you mute and start talking to your kids and then you just come right back. Is that true? When they record, do they tell you to, to be quiet? Yeah, they text me. And when my kids are recording, they'll shoot me a text message before and they go, we're, we're recording. Like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'll try not to bother you. You know what is funny? When uh, when I was setting all this up before you came on, I kept hearing a lot of stuff outside the window. I'm on the 20th floor of this hotel, but I could still hear cars and everything. But since we started it, it was quiet. So, um, But you were talking about Sleeper. So there, there was one other thing you had on the news here with uh, Urban Meyer. Were you upset? Oh, wait, well, I want to go back and start talking about sites. So if you use Sleeper, though, because Sleeper <laughs> okay. is better, right. you know what you should use along with it? Uh, um, and what? again, these need to pay us at some point because I'm <laughs> falling in love with their site. But um, well, wh well, why don't we ask them? Dynasty Planet. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can check the roster, ship ownership, in every league there. You can also set all your lineups in there. Wait. So you're saying all of your sleeper and all that stuff can be set through that? Yeah. Dynasty Planet. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. They should pay us. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's what I've been using. So I've just been looking at my 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 roster ship of owner uh, players. Your ownership uh, of players, yeah, yeah. So you know I'm kind of ADD. So what I did no. on um, Thursday, <laughs> yeah, Thursday that was yesterday. I started doing is um any leagues where I had just one uh, one share of a player or not one league, but like if I only had one the player on one of my rosters, yeah, um I went to go try to trade them. <laughs> Or um, drop them and get another player that I already own. Wait, wait, wait. Um, you would literally drop, even if it was a good player? No. No, these, no, no, <laughs> not good players. But there's not many good players that I, I only own one of. Oh. I only have on one roster. Because you're so smart. If they're good, well, no, you have them everywhere. Just, no, it's just, you know, I at least have, I think, like, two. There's some leagues, where, you know, oh, there's yeah. some players where I only have two. And trust me, it breaks my heart. Like Darren Waller, I only have two to him in two leagues. And, you know, I saw that there. And. But it's pretty cool because I like looking at that and going, all right, well, I'm way too heavy on um, Jalen Reger. Maybe I should try to uh, get more get more of a not Jalen Reger in my life uh, based off this. I thought you were going the other direction. I thought you were getting him. You seemed kind of excited about it. Oh, Rager? no. No. Yeah. Wasn't that who you were kind of excited yeah, about? Yeah, no, no. He's a good couple weeks of practice. But still, I'm looking at, you know, just looking at the, the ownership shares. And like I said, he's he's my most rostered player. I'd rather oh, not be him. Oh. I'd prefer it be someone like Jonathan Taylor. That would be great. <laughs> I'm confused because it sounded like you said you only had him in two places. That's what confused me. Darren Waller. Uh, yeah. That's so Rager, player. but Rager, you have him everywhere, you said. Right. Okay. Right. So, right. you know, I like, I like using Dynasty Planet and then looking and going, okay, maybe I need to get a little bit of... Got a lot of Mark Andrews. Got him in nine leagues. Maybe, maybe I need to get more. Let's see, CD Lamb. I only have him in eight leagues. That's not enough. I need him in more than eight leagues. So you're, you're. So in other words, you're trying to make your teams kind of like mine, which I've told you for years. I like to have all the same players on my team. I don't want all the same players. It's just uh, I don't very want specific players I want a lot of. Well, I don't have all of them, but I mean, there's certain players that I have in like almost every league. And then unfortunately there's the, you know, the Todd Gurley's of the league in the world. And that doesn't work John out. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, unfortunately, I've only got him in seven leagues. That's not great. <laughs> so if you're listening, um, trade me Jonathan Taylor. If you're listening, um, meaning if you're in a league with Shane and you're listening and you have Jonathan Taylor, send him over to him. Yeah. 
And and yeah. people are going to do that just because you asked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's this Urban Meyer thing? Are you all upset about Tim Tebow or is there something else? No, no. Yeah. So Tim Tebow has been cut. Um, I, I'm sure everyone by now has seen the video of his blocking, which is pretty <laughs> funny. Um, but no, no. Urban Meyer is uh, he still won't name a starter. Um, he, he's still pretending that there's a competition competition between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew. Um you're in that area, that Florida area. What, what's wrong with Urban Meyer? Is there something medically wrong with him that's causing him to do this? I have no idea what's wrong with him mentally. But, I mean, look, it's that whole thing that happens all the time. They're never going to tell us exactly what's going on, exactly what's happening. They're going to hold it as close to the vest as they possibly can. Or... Maybe Minshew's just better right now and they don't want to admit it and they, they want him to play or I doubt it. I think it'll be Lawrence in week one and he just doesn't want to tell you guys now. Maybe they it's like a power trip. Like, I don't want to say anything till five minutes before week one or something. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Um, the Eagles are trying to play that same little game with uh, they still haven't officially named Jalen Hurts the starting quarterback. Um, and <laughs> Wait a second, then who would be? It'd be Joe Flacco, and if anyone watched the <laughs> New England Patriots game where Joe Flacco was pressed into duty because Jalen Hurts got an upset tummy and had to go to the hospital before the game, um, Joe Flacco looks absolutely washed. Yeah. Um, the Eagles, uh, if if anything happens to Hurts or Hurts isn't even half decent this year, uh, they're in bad shape because Joe Flacco's got nothing left. Like wow. I thought that three years ago, and he definitely has absolutely nothing left in the tank. So again, it's all about Shane, but who's behind Flacco then with the Eagles? Nick Mullins, and he's trash as well. <laughs> all right, well, then hopefully nothing happens to Hurts. Um, but, I mean, what do you think? I, I, I mean, it seems like Trevor Lawrence will be the starter, but even if he is, then what? Seems. Well, they spent the first overall pick on him. I think it's just Urban Meyer who's doing that thing that NFL coaches like to do, where they think this gives them some advantage. But that's what and I said. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I said before, yeah. so I was just asking if you agree with it. But but what I'm saying is, so Minshew, is, is he's going to be okay to just be the backup guy then? Yeah, I mean, well, it's, I mean, not really up to him. All these quarterbacks that have this like God complex that they don't want to be the backup. Well, I, I mean, the guy who was a, a late rounder, and it's not their choice anyway. He, he has absolutely, literally no no um, power in this conversation. He's backup quarterback, and the Jags will trade him if they can get something useful for him. But if not, he's an excellent backup. He's probably a great guy to have a, a, a guy to step up a uh, guy to step in if something were to happen to Lawrence for a week or so kind of like the Eagles when you just said they don't have anybody behind her yeah they literally have no one <laughs> what, what about uh what about um Winston like we said we, we always end up bringing up Jameis Winston all the time for whatever reason everybody is but it, have they named the starter there yet Winston starting Monday but we already knew that because they're rotating starts in the preseason. Exactly. I was so going to say, that's absolutely preseason. Nothing. <laughs> nope. You got, you got absolutely no clarity there, and you probably won't. See, that one I can at least understand because I think they're actually battling. I think it's an actual, like, competition. And also, it serves no purpose. Like, those two, although I don't know that either are especially good, they're both good enough to be starters, so it, there is, and they are very different quarterbacks. So you are gaining some kind of advantage um, over their competition when they can't figure out, well, am I getting Jameis who's going to YOLO the ball over the place or am I getting Taysom who's a who, good chance that'll take off and run? Very different <laughs> quarterbacks. I want the YOLO part. But then again, I've always been biased in that position. Um, so uh, you're right. I guess there wasn't a lot of news, especially when you cut out the kicker part of the news part. <laughs> Uh, the kicker part was the vital part. And, uh, yeah, done. So what's going on here with all of these undrafted free agents and late round picks? We talked about it, what, maybe about two weeks ago or so, I guess, about how there's some of these players that come out of nowhere now in this part of the offseason that you hope are going to do something that you weren't counting on back in May and, and around draft time. So who, it looks like 
<laughs> While I'm talking, you're highlighting both of them. And of course, one of them, what is this? One of them is an eagle, of course. So, Well, he's a guy I don't even like, but even more impressive than him, and we'll get to him later, is uh, Jarrett Patterson. Yeah. Jarrett Patterson is, uh, I don't know, he's out here ready to take J.D. McKissick's uh, job. J.D. McKissick, uh, by the way, tonight in going into the end of the fourth quarter, has uh, one touch on a target for four <laughs> yards. Is that surprising? I mean, that's not Well, surprising. it's surprising because he had, uh, what, 90 receptions last year? Yeah, but what we talk about all the time, it's like, especially with the running backs, they get they get replaced really easily, and these rookies come in. The The best part of this Jared Peterson thing was, or Patterson, is that he was available in one of my leagues. I picked him up. <laughs> I picked him up on waivers on Wednesday. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, he's, lo he's looking like a pre- <laughs> season darling for them even i mean his numbers are kind of padded now because he's got a lot of second half work right um 16 rushes 71 yards touchdown um no receiving work to speak of all right no no receiving work but um <clears throat> even before that in the first half of the game when the starters were in there um he was mixing in before mckissick on a few uh, a few of the series more than a few of the series um, so it's just interesting. Yeah. So if Jared Patterson apparently is on your waiver wire, I guess that's a guy you might want to go look to pick up. Um, because guess what? It, it looks like for whatever reason, um, Washington is not going to use, uh, Antonio Gibson on third down if the <laughs> preseason is anything to go off of. Well, if the preseason and the entire 2020 season, I was going to go off of, <laughs> I was going to say, do you really put a lot of stock into the preseason? But let me ask you something. We talk about this all the time, or you more than, than all of us is that you always say that if you get somebody for free or you get somebody for nothing off of the waiver wire or whatever, that the moment they do something, you cash out. And even this past weekend when we were in Canton and we were at the Dynasty Nerds party, um, during that party, Rich had everybody come up and uh, have a couple minutes of a segment on his show. So you and I got uh, in their studio and we were in there. And one of the things that we <laughs> argued about in there, which was fun, was about if you bought somebody like at the 111 and then they blow up, you you go in there and trade them. So somebody like Jared Patterson, if you had him or if you got him in the fourth or fifth round, are you turning him around right now? Or are you trying to go get him off of somebody really cheap? No, I'm not buying any of these guys. Um, I won't pay anything for them. Nothing whatsoever. Maybe a fourth. You might get a fourth out of me. Um Selling even now, like you're not going to get. I can't see that he spiked more than a third rounder. Um, you know, in the HQ one league, well, I saw. Well, that's a, that's a, a totally rookie, different but, thing. Yeah, yeah. But the second round pick, uh, Larry Monkey gave up a second round pick for uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, which I thought it was a lot, and that started a fun little <laughs> argument for the about twenty minutes in the patron. Um, community. So if you were ever thinking of becoming a patron somewhere, <laughs> make sure it's with DHQ where even a trade of Donovan Peoples-Jones can strike up a, uh, a divisive, uh, hot and heavy conversation. Oh, my God. That was one of the cool things, actually, about the expo last week. You know, we met a lot of people in the industry and and there was a there was a lot of networking going on. But we also got to hang out with some of our patrons and and. You know, you always say it all the time how you love our patrons more than anybody, and it's not taking away from our regular listeners and everything, but we really had a great time with uh, with a handful of them. And um, Yeah, I mean, we got to hang out with uh, a lot of Greg. Me and Greg got a <laughs> lot of time together. Yeah, and I hung out with a, a lot with Nick, Nick Martinez. And Sean. Yeah, and, uh, and Sean. Andrew Hall, who's also a, a podcaster, writer. Um, yeah. Got to see him. Um, yeah, no, it was awesome. I had a great time with Greg. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a great time with all of them. It's just me and Greg got the most time together because we, you know. Yeah. Well, we were, we were all together on Friday and then I finally went to bed and you guys were still out. And then on Saturday we, we went out with them again. Yep. And just so uh, if anyone's wondering, Jarrett Patterson, um, if you're playing any leagues with me is owned in 80% of those leagues. So, yeah, if you want them, you're going to have to trade for them. If you already drafted them, good for you. You probably picked them off waivers or got them in the fifth round. 
Yeah, that's what he, I was gonna say. He was like a late round guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy that looks like he's gonna get a little work in Washington, maybe, or uh, maybe he'll maybe he'll steal uh, JD McKissick's job. I don't know, but you know, like you said, it is the preseason. Peyton Barber has more rushing attempts than JD McKissick tonight. Like, you know, <laughs> for whatever that's worth. Peyton Barber had three rushing attempts for two yards because he's Peyton Barber and he's it, not good at football. I was gonna say, and he's been around for a long time too. <laughs> it is always funny when we talk about how how much turnover there is in the running back position, and then we dig up names that, oh man, I haven't heard that guy's name in like five years or four years. Like I didn't even realize he was still around. Um, Peyton Barber? I yeah, mean, he's never gonna die. He's gonna be in the league till he's thirty-five. Oh, hey, speaking of that, is Frank Gore gone or is he on a team? He hasn't this year? signed yet. Oh, that's going to be sad. Um, so the other one was Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> Look, and I don't like Kenneth Gainwell. I think I've, I, not that I don't like him. I'm not especially high on him. Right. Uh, he had, uh, he was one of the few Eagles that actually looked um, decent um, this week against the Pats. He had 44 yards on eight total touches. Oh. Um, couple of receptions. I think he had like four receptions averaged about four and a half yards per catch. Um, so it looks like he, he's definitely going to have a role, especially with Miles Sanders, uh, all exact have, excuse me, all off season having, uh, the dropsies. Yeah. That's what you call them, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. The dropsies it's, it's the technical term. Yeah. Kenneth Gainwell, so he's doing well. So he's having a nice preseason. He's actually had a very nice camp, too. So those are just a couple of the late-round guys that are having a good camp through one and a half weeks. I mean, I don't even know what you call this because this is a second preseason game, but only two teams are playing today. Yeah. but so, you know, There's only been like three or four games this week. So looking back at the history, I mean, we know 2020 was an anomaly. There was a lot of weird crap going on with COVID and, and with rookies and, and preseason stuff. But, but prior to that, what were some of the like top running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, whatever in the preseason that everybody got all excited about and then never really panned out? All right, so I, I went back to the 2019 preseason. Yeah. Um, let's see your leading rushers. Um, you had good old Nick Brissetti <laughs> from New England. 200 rushing yards during the 2019 preseason. Awesome. Okay. Um, Mike Boone. Oh, Mike I remember Boone, Mike Boone. Yeah. I really love Mike Boone. Quadre Olison. He's another guy everybody liked a lot. Atlanta, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember him too. Was, uh, Tony Brooks James. Don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't remember him. Mm -hmm. What team was he? Uh, Atlanta. Oh, he was Atlanta. Atlanta. All, oh, Atlanta wow, really? Really heavy in the 2019 preseason rushing attack. Then you had Jeffrey Wilson, who is something that we all heard of and we know and we kind of like. Uh, yeah. Mac Brown, not the coach. <laughs> Wasn't Mac Brown a coach, a college football coach? <laughs> I don't know, but what team was Mac Brown? Wait, are you like at the sixth or seventh best running back during the preseason? Are, are yeah. any of these guys around? I mean, because you're going to kind of go through them. Are any of them even still around? Jeffrey oh, Wilson's still around, right? Yeah, Jeffrey Wilson's still around, and Mike Boone's still a backup in the league. Jeff Wilson was decent last year, but, you know, obviously yeah. he got hurt this last year. So, I mean, honestly, out of this running back list, do you go through the top 10? Yeah. The, the t -t 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 Taysom Hill um, was the <laughs> – Wait, Taysom oh, Hill? Three, well, four, five, yeah, six, he's not seven, a eighth. Uh, he wasn't a running back, but he was the eighth leading rusher with 148 yards. <sighs> so annoying. You want to know who the 10 was? Yeah, who? Josh Caldwell. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, ten's kind of hard. How I don't remember eight? Josh Caldwell. How about eight? You remember eight? Uh, ninth? Uh, what is Calafini it? Calafini Muhammad. Yes, I do. Yes. Only because of the name. <laughs> yeah, Calafini Muhammad. Um, so let's look at some of the wide receivers. You know, maybe that's just a positional <laughs> thing, right? They don't want to get their running backs hurt. They're just trying to get them. It you know, is, they're, they're trying to get some backup guys some work, right? Yeah, but it is crazy how many of those running backs I do remember their names, but only because of but mostly Dynasty. If it wasn't for Dynasty, I'd have no idea who they were. All yeah. right, so wide receivers. Who do you got? All right. Wide receivers leading the way. We had Jacoby Myers, who is actually, okay. uh, you know, he's a guy we all like, right? Right, right. Then you had Tanner Hudson. Who? 
Uh, yeah. Um, Tampa Bay. I thought he was like an Abercrombie and Fitch model, but apparently he was a wide receiver for Tampa Bay. Wait a second. I've watched all the Tampa Bay games. I went to pre I don't remember Tanner Hudson's name at all. He was the number two overall. In 2019. Two years ago? Yeah, he was probably wearing sunglasses and like a way too tight polo running around out there is what I'm guessing just based off of – his name, because I'm pretty sure he was a model for Africa. How funny would Fitch, that be? If or American was, Eagle. Well, wasn't that, but that was also with Jameis too, right? It was Jameis's time. It wasn't, uh, Tom uh, hadn't got there so. yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, James Washington was the third leading receiver. Who? Yeah, James Wait. Washington. You know James Washington. Right, I know, but I'm just saying, I just opened up your link and I don't see James Washington on this link. Well, you have to fil- sort it by yards. Oh, I just opened the link you just yeah. sent. I didn't do that by yard. After that, we've got Khalif Raymond and Artavia Scott. Well, first Kevin of all, Smith. first of all, wait a second. I didn't say who as in James Washington. I said who because he wasn't on the, the okay. list you sent over. But go ahead. We had Kadirol Hodge, Dion Kane. Oh, Deion I remember Dion Kane. Dion Kane. Indianapolis. I had him on a bunch of rosters. Yeah. yeah. And then the the next guy is the last guy that anyone's ever really ever heard of or cares about, Rashard Higgins. Hollywood. Hollywood, people people still like him. Oh, yeah. I, I love Higgins. Um, he's an excellent wide receiver five. Wait, if you go down two more, I remember that Keelan Doss name. Yeah, and- he's he was a he was a preseason darling. A lot of those guys on that list were. Like Artavius Scott, um, Deion Kane, and Keelan Doss were all guys that were like, hey, you, you want a late-round flyer? Yeah. Take, take a shot on these guys. And this is why I've uh, – I, look, and I, I don't care who knows this. Um, I don't care that much about late rounds. Like I, you know, I, I shouldn't say it like that. Look, I, I still, you know, because I'm a fantasy football nerd, a dynasty football nerd. I know who all the rookies are through like six rounds. Exactly. You know, I know enough of them. I don't expect any of them to ever do anything because there's so many guys like Keelan Doss that we thought could be something if given the right opportunity that never turned into anything. Same thing as Deion Kane. There's two things funny about that. When you say, I don't care what people think. Yeah, bullshit. You care what people think. Um, but uh, I just opened up the running back one because I didn't look at it when you were talking about it. There was a name here. It looks like the 11th name on here. Ryan Nall. I remember him. Uh, yes. <laughs> you remember him? He was one of those, like, he popped up on, like, week three and week four of the of the preseason, and people were all grabbing him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's what we do. We we see these guys that that, like – either get lucky or get a chance and then never get a chance again. But that's what we're supposed to do. We watch the preseason as dynasty players. You try to grab some of these guys for free off of the waivers and then cross your fingers and hope during the season that they get to play. Hey, but look, we still have the quarterbacks to go, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's a totally different kind of position. But so there you go. Because the main Griffin, quarter, yeah, but the main quarterback. Jared Stidham. But the main, the main. Joe Webb. The main quarterback. Tyler Bray. <laughs> Chad Kelly. But that's Logan because, Woodside. That's because the main quarterbacks don't play Jason that early. Shut well, up. you could say. So Shut here's up. the thing that's funny about the preseason, right? Yeah. Is you can spin the narrative any way you want. <laughs> um, Mark Ingram. You know, he sits out because he's apparently the starter in Houston. Yeah. Um, so you don't need to be worried about Mark Ingram. Miles Gaskins only got two carries with the starters, and Malcolm Brown got like five or six or whatever he got in Miami this weekend and weekend past, I should say. And everybody's losing their shit over Miles Gaskins because, you know, and Brian Flores saying that, like, you know, we have three running backs and we'll use them situationally, even though in the same quote he said that Gaskins is a three down back. Yeah. Which. You know, I, I've been selling Gaskins all year, and now I, I, I probably, if I can get him at a slight <laughs> discount, I'll start, you know, I'll start trading for him. And this is what I was saying. I don't remember we were interviewed somewhere this past weekend, but I, I, I think it was when we were on Dynasty Nerds. I said that. For you, it's like you will go after the player you want. You'll also sell the player you want. So if you don't necessarily get him in the rookie draft, you'll find a way to get him in the second year or even during the season after the rookie draft, you know? And and then there's these players that you, you dump all over the place. <laughs> And then you change your mind and try to get him back. Um, it, sometimes it's a little harder to do that in the same league to the same person you dumped him on. But, uh, you know, maybe you can find him somewhere else. These quarterback lists, it is kind of interesting because when you go down the list, you were naming all these players that really never got a chance. But uh, then you've got Gardner Minshew and Taysom Hill 
and uh, like around 12, 13. And then all the way down there at like 20 or something, there's Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and Cooper Rush. I remember people were like uh, excited oh, about Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. I actually still have him on a roster. Um, oh, do you? Thanks, Dynasty Planet. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, I, I went through, I, I got rid of everyone that's a free agent finally. Um, <laughs> You know, I did that. Finally, LaShawn McCoy is gone. Uh, there was a couple other guys that had it like on one roster. I, I still have Des Bryant and Duke Johnson, but only because they're in the process of being, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they're in the process of being dropped for, you know, on waivers. They're like a waiver. So listen, that's, that's interesting. So you're saying that you have a waiver claim in for somebody with Des Bryant as the drop player. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, Des Bryant is not going to play anymore. So right. why don't you just drop Des Bryant, then put in a couple different names with no name as the drop, and then if you don't end up getting the guy that you're trying, you'll get one of the other ones. That's that's how I usually do it because somebody like Des Bryant, there's no reason he should even be in your roster. So drop him, and then you have that blank spot. Then you can put a couple different names in with waivers. Yeah, I mean you're right, but of course I am. I have uh, I have like OCD ADD issues. <laughs> yeah, so I need the symmetry of adding someone and dropping someone. <laughs> or you could have the 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 uh, okay. I I always like it better with the uh, the empty spot because then I like I, to I, stick a I get what you're saying. I get okay, what you're cool. saying. And I have a few empty spots on my rosters. Like, yeah, I definitely. There was a couple where I was like, all right, I'm not picking anyone up because it's so bad. Yeah, you know, especially in our listener leagues, I think it was. Um, I think uh, HQ4, uh, I put in some waiver claims and, uh, you know, I didn't put in enough money, I guess, whatever. And then when the waiver claims were over, I looked at my roster. I was like, holy crap, I still have six empty roster spots, but I can't do anything because we don't have uh, first come, first serve, uh, you know, just pick up stuff. We have to keep waiting. And there's, for waivers. And there, there's some leagues and I've heard people say, oh, you're not you're not maximizing your roster space if you don't have every, every spot filled or something like that. Right. I'm sorry. There's just leagues where it truly does not matter where you have, let's see, you know, what do we have? 12 teams, 16 players plus taxi. Like, I don't even know how many players we have rostered in HQ. I was um, just going to say, we one. do not, we do not have any rosters that are only 16 players. They're either 30, 16 35. Teams. <laughs> so 16 teams times about 35. So we're talking yeah. about 560 <laughs> players rostered. <laughs> Five hundred. It is. Uh, you get into that range, and you're looking at Amir Abdullah, um, <laughs> Jordan or Justin Blackman, um, names that are fun, but I'm pretty sure they're never going to play football again. No, I think it's going to be something that we're going to talk about for years and years. Is HQ one? I mean, we really kind of <laughs> went into that league, set it up, saying, "Yeah, this looks like a good idea. Let's do it." And there's a lot of things that maybe we would do differently looking back at it. But yeah, there's really no players worth. And you know what? Wait, you, I, I do want to say something to you. You just said that. You just said that people have those players on their rosters. There's 500 and whatever players rostered. Do you know who was still never picked up off of waivers? We've had waivers now for like a month in that league. Uh, do you know somebody that was never picked up? No. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was never picked up in <laughs> HQ1. And so nobody ever even took the shot at putting a dollar on him in a 16-team league where we always joke around about not having enough players. Nobody bought Tim Tebow in HQ1. <laughs> yeah, Did I lose I mean, you? Oh, wait. No. Oh, there you are. There you are. Go ahead. Say it again. Absolutely no one. Uh, absolutely no one. <laughs> No one uh, wanted Tim Tebow. We had absolutely no hope for that guy. I just, I just really thought that was funny. I looked back at it. And I was like, "Oh wow, nobody bothered to pick him up in HQ one." So, um, so listen, uh, this I, I didn't think this was going to work actually in my hotel room, but it's worked pretty good up until that moment right there where you froze and I lost you. Um, we do have a couple trades on here. Do you want to go over them? Do you want to say something about them or? Sure, let's do that. All right, because there's one of these trades that's got like Devi stuff in it, and you know that's definitely not my cup of tea. But let's talk about it anyways. Uh, Shane is just awful. It's not Shane is the worst, but it's Shane is just awful. You traded some Devi stuff. What was that? Oh, I traded a Devi. Uh, Devi. What do you call that? 
I traded a 2021 Debbie. Nope. 2021's already happened. Exactly. So that, that would have been worthless and dude would have gotten really robbed in that trade. I gave up a 2022 and a 2023 Debbie. Uh, I believe my first round Debbies for Trey Sermon. Okay. First of all, all the way back five, six years ago when you had me do a Debbie league, I am perfectly fine trading my Debbie picks away. So what 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 made you excited enough about Trey Sermon to trade away your next two years of Debbie picks? I needed another starting running back in there. Okay. And honestly, Debbie, like Debbie's not like rookie picks. You know what I mean? I do like, know what De you mean. Yeah. Debbie first isn't the same as a rookie first. Um there's a lot more certainty in what you're giving up, even though it's a crap, not a crap shoot, but there's a lot more certainty in giving up a rookie pick. You have a better chance of a hit rate with a first round rookie pick. I, I don't know what the hit rate is for Debbie, except that it's low, that it's really low. <laughs> don't you um, remember when we, you, you, you were one of the people that made me do that Debbie league. And every year I traded all my Debbie rookie picks because I just did, I'd much rather have somebody I could put on my roster and put on the field that week than to have a Debbie pick of a freshman that may or may not come in the league four years from now. Yeah. So that, that's why I'm okay with making those moves with Debbie. Look, I, I, I like Debbie. Trust me, I like Debbie as much as the next guy. But like Trace Harmon's a guy that maybe I wasn't in on before the draft, but San Francisco traded up for him. I needed another starting running back in that league. I'd like to be able to compete. <clears throat> so that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I gave up the Debbie, and I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly the, okay with it. The fan, the other league mates were not a fan of that. Um, and said, oh, trading for a backup running back. And I said, well, I don't think San Francisco thinks he's a backup running back since they traded up in the draft to get him. Yeah. Burn. Came back hard. <laughs> yeah, but, he, I mean, we don't know whether he's going to play or not, but we definitely know he's got a chance to play than those two uh, Devi player picks. Um, this other trade that you did is in HQ1 that we were just uh, having a conversation about, and it's with Shane Swagger, which, by the way, uh, it was really cool to finally see some of these people that you and I have been interacting with for six, seven years now or whatever. And it's yeah. just so weird when you finally see some people in person and you're like, man, it seems like we've all been <laughs> together forever. But uh, Shane Swagger was one that we definitely spent a lot of time with. And he's a great guy. So what what is this trade you did with him in HQ1? Oh, me and Swags made a big trade. We made a big boy trade. Um, yeah, except you wrote it really small in the show sheet. I can barely see it here. So I should probably, and this probably isn't great right now because Jamar Chase is dropping everything in sight um, tonight. But uh, I gave up uh, Javante Williams and Corth Davis. Oh, my gosh. And I got back Jamar Chase, Dwayne Eskridge, and a 2023 third-round pick for Mr. Swagger. Uh, that's pretty cool. In HQ1. In HQ1. That's the thing. It's in the HQ1 that we just were joking around about. Uh, to me, the, it, you already traded away Javante Williams in a couple other places too, didn't you? Wasn't that last week or the week before you talked nah, about? No, no. I had Javante Williams that I thought I would. So maybe yeah. it was the other way. Maybe you traded for him uh, is what yeah. it was. There was a trade where we talked about where I said to you, I wasn't even sure that he's going to be the starting running back in that thing. And you were like, yeah, he is and whatever. So, But to, to see you trade away Corey Davis, it's a sad day. Um, <laughs> I remember how much you love him. But yeah, I mean, I on the Jets. I still think... I still think uh, Davis is going to have a really good year. It's just, you know, Jamar Chase, I, except for the whole um, dropping every pass that, that uh, was thrown to him tonight and not being able to separate in, in practice, I still think he's going to be a top 12 wide receiver. Do you think he was doing that on purpose to make everybody scared? Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's tricking the other teams to make him think that he's not that good, and then he's going to come out in week one with a 300 yeah, yards, five touchdown game. He's trying the Urban Meyer approach. <laughs> no, I look, I like that trade for you uh, based mostly on what we talked about uh, two weeks ago or so ago. I'm not, you know, uh, 100% sold that Javante Williams is going to be the starter or going to be a great running back. But it, it, for, for Swags, it could be the opposite where you wanted, you know, Jamar Chase, but Swags needed a running back. I don't know. In, and, in HQ1, it's very hard to get a running yeah, and, back. And Swags picked up, I mean, the deal gives him two starters right. versus 
one. Like, That's what I, I was going to say. I can't imagine that I'm stay, starting Dwayne Eskridge. I mean, I, I hope not. In um, in HQ one, it is quite possible you'll end up starting Dwayne Eskridge one week. Hey, yeah, I mean, do you know anything about him? Do you know that whole story about him practicing with that team even when he was in high school and college and all that kind of I, stuff? Where I don't care about any of that. I know you never listen to any of those stories. Whatever. The guy's got he's a great life story. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, how does that affect football? <laughs> What was that one kid that I, I really liked? It was with the Patriots that wrote a kid's book. Uh, Malcolm Mitchell, is that what his name? And, oh, and, no. Yeah, that was cool. He was, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Mitchell, wide receiver. Could have been really right. good. Had a lot of injuries. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. So he wrote a kid's book because he learned how to read late in life. Right. He um, he, he was he was in a book yeah. club with a bunch of old older so they, women. And yeah. Yeah, it was I, really cool. I, I like that guy's story. All right, so we got one more uh, trade on here. Why don't we do this one trade, and then uh, we'll slip out of here because I'm still in – where am I? Kansas I City. Know. Yeah, I'm in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Hello, I, Cleveland. I still got to dump all the video and everything that I did today at the convention. So uh, what's this last trade here? It's from Shane Says. Hey, wait a second. What? Is this a sleeper league? Yes, it is. How come you have the old uh, bullet target dynasty? I have HQ? not <laughs> figured out. I haven't said. I've never got around to changing the logo in there. That's probably a good idea. I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, you need to get rid of that target. I haven't seen that in so long. It was weird to see it. Uh, see it there. Oh, actually, never mind. I saw it on your chest this weekend. In yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> now everyone knows I have a uh, old HQ leather <laughs> tattooed on my chest. God damn it, people! No, it wasn't a tattoo. It was that old shit t-shirt that we had that you said not to put in the dryer um, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, so this is a big boy trade man. go ahead what is it so i gave up jonathan taylor john godare what nope, that's not a person no. jonathan taylor <laughs> uh dallas goddard and robert woods oh my god you gave up bobby for yeah. who uh i got da, 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 no da, no 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 oh yeah oh so wait a second so sleeper is reversed it tells you what you received, not what you sent? No. So the top tells you what you received. On the bottom, it tells you what you sent on the right-hand oh. side. So I got back A.J. Brown, Javante Williams, Mark Andrews, and Tylon Wallace. Okay. So you gave up Jonathan Taylor, and you got Mark Andrews and Javante Taylor. Yeah, I don't know. Look, we were just talking about Javante Williams a couple minutes ago. Mark I Andrews just traded him in a different league. I know, and now you got him. Now you got him in this one. Mark Andrews. What? And you just said a little while ago that Mark Andrews is one of your most owned players in your in your yeah. leagues. You have him in like most mm -hmm. of them. Um, and uh, I mean, over Goddard, I guess I'd rather have him. And you love AJ Brown all these years. I'd rather have AJ Brown. And I don't know Javante Williams, but Jonathan Taylor. I, I like it, I guess. Uh, Tyron mm. Wallace, I don't know. I don't know. Jonathan Taylor. Look, we talked about this when we were doing that, um, which running backs uh, that are in, high in ADP this year will also be there next year. And it, the consensus at the time was that we thought that uh, Jonathan Taylor would still be in the top 10 next year. So, right. um, But out of the four players you got just now, I think we said Mark Andrews would still be there, but um, I, I, you know, it's neither side is like, oh, this is the greatest trade ever. You win, you lose, whatever. But uh, yeah, I guess I'd go with the one where you have three pieces, but the other one has three pieces too. Uh, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Funny it was that. very, it was very kind of one way or the other. What? It's funny that what. Um, my league mates were like, oh, well, you smashed in this trade. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think I smashed in this trade, guys. Like, this one was definitely one I had to think about. Yeah. Um, I mean, if giving up Jonathan Taylor is not, not an easy thing. That's the thing. That That's the kind of, the, that's the piece that I'm kind of looking at it like. But I mean, getting AJ Brown is good. Getting Mark Andrews. Is, see, I don't know what the rest of your roster looks like and everything. Um, and so like you may have like zero tight ends. So getting Mark Andrews, great. Yeah, Goddard, Goddard, uh, Andrews replaces Goddard one for one. Right. Um, AJ Brown obviously replaces somebody one for one. Right. That's what I was saying. So then it's back to the Javante Williams thing is if you think he's going to be 
a starter and we know that Jonathan Taylor is. And then what about the Wallace piece? I mean, what do you The Wallace, I mean, unless I I can't see him mattering. Um, I like Tylon Wallace coming out, but, you know, he landed, excuse me, went in the fourth round. Eh, He's got some, 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 some work to do to get, move up on that depth chart. So I'm not expecting anything of him. If he ends up being anything great. All right, so then the more that we kind of talk about this, maybe it would rather have the Jonathan Taylor side. Hey, that's <laughs> you fine, know? buddy. That's uh, fine. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you approve. <laughs> hey. What? Just wanted to let you know, um, in case people didn't know, uh, we're also supported by fantasydata.com. Yeah, they're uh, awesome. Yeah, uh, using them again for a lot of stats. Make sure you go on to fantasydata.com. Use promo code TRADESHQ. Save yourself some money on their annual subscriptions. Um, it's a great site. It's got a lot of fun data to play with. Awesome. And then what? Are, oh, geez. <laughs> we made it through the whole show without my messages popping up during the show. Sorry about that. Um, why don't you tell everybody about our Patreon account? Hey, we got a patron account. Um, actually just dropped, even though I don't feel like writing, apparently I like writing for our patrons. I just dropped two articles there in there this week. One looking at the evolution of the running back one, uh, specifically the running back one through six over the past six seasons. Um, as always, we always have the group me chat, which is lit. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Everyone loves talking in there. We're always talking. You get the uncensored version of this podcast. You get our Zoom sessions. You get uh, roster breakdowns. You get all types of good stuff. So become a patron because it's well worth the bucks. Yeah. And we have some amazing patrons. We had so much fun this past weekend. I hope, you know what I do like about the expo this weekend? Uh, when it was over, everybody was already talking about next year. So yep. uh, I look forward to next year and, uh, Hey, maybe you'll try to figure out a way to not have to share two beds with four guys <laughs> next year. We didn't even I mean, get to that part. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. We'll catch up. We'll, we'll get everybody caught up on everything that went down. Yeah, we'll we'll drop some stuff every uh, every episode or so. And plus, our patrons they they got to see a lot of fun pictures. That's another thing too. I I I think I uploaded every single photo that we took while we were in Canton. I think I put that on the Patreon chat list, so they got to see all the pictures and all the fun and and even you walking the 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 quiet streets of Canton, pulling my suitcase trying to find cigarettes. The- Ghostly streets of Canton. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, people showed up out of nowhere, just like we said, we'll never complain about the zombies popping up in uh, Walking Dead. Um, Let me see how it can happen. Yeah, all right. So now, and also check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. And you can check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ and give us a rate and review. And also, hey, do those other sites have rate reviews like google play and podbean so give us yeah they all they all do wherever you listen go put the review up for us but it's just you know apple's the one that makes everyone um (laughs) tingle inside and that that's who drives (laughs) but if you're listening on podbean you know definitely give us a review we'd appreciate that that way if other people are looking for us and they, they listen to podbean hey you know, maybe they'll, they'll find us. Yeah. And tingle inside is the way to put it. So, yeah. all right. Well, Hey, this was fun. I'm glad this worked and, uh, maybe I'll have to do this for the next couple of weeks. Cause I think, damn, I think I'm in like six cities in the next eight weekends. So, um, everybody, thanks for listening. And, uh, we'll talk to you next week and say goodbye, Shane. Bye Shane. <laughs> <laughs>